Hello, everybody. This is your girl again, Chega. And you are listening to Not Your African Cliche because I am not your African Cliche. You get it? Yes. Another exciting episode of Not Your African Cliche. My name is Onyeka, aka Yeka O, and we have a very hilarious episode for you guys today. But before we get ahead of ourselves, I'll let my co hosts go ahead and tell you who they are if you forgot, and then we'll let our guest tell you who she is. Hey everyone, this is Amayo. Hey guys, this is Ife, and um, if anyone is not here, she's living it up in ATL this weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, enjoy your if enjoyment. <laughs> All right. So we have a guest for you guys. And listen, I don't know that we can prepare you. I don't know that we're even prepared for this episode, if we're being completely honest. But would you mind telling the people out there who you are? Hello. It's your girl once again on a podcast. <laughs> My name's Acheg, aka Chinua Amarawa, and I'm here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Okay. You can't believe. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Thank you so much, Chama, for being on the show with us. We're super, super My excited. Um, so, guys, today we're going to be talking about humor. Um, I feel very often when people think of the African continent, they think of it as a cause and not as a place that has people who have like feelings and emotions and humor. So today we're going to be highlighting African humor from the perspective of four Nigerian women um, who have lived outside of Nigeria. So what is humor to you guys? Like, how do you define humor? This is if humor to me is a, I'd say it's a gateway to joy. It's one of the avenues that I I can take to feel joyous and happy. And humor is just levity, I guess. I'm even, I feel like I'm just doing synonym now. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Not worry. But a way to uplift my spirit and a way to kind of look at difficult situations and make them lighter. So looking at situations with fresh eyes and seeing the humor in them and kind of helping cope with that situation. And mm. yeah, that's humor to me, especially in the African context where hmm, things are, you know, about the way they are. So, <laughs> the <yeah. SMD. laughs> We got to use some humor to kind of take the edge off, if you will. So, hey, they say laughter is the best medicine now. So, <laughs> it's a medicine, I would say. Yes, I, I like that whole, it is a gateway to joy. Because I, I think as someone who tries to bring the funny or our jobs are to bring the funny, it is, it is something that makes you smile. Humor, humor makes, can, I guess, make sometimes heavy situations seem a little lighter. Mm. Um, humor 
puts a different spin, maybe a happier spin on sad, sometimes seemingly sad situations. Humor, humor does so many things because humor, um, humor can, like I said, help make something difficult more tolerable. Mm. Um, which I think is, is where we try to come in. And I guess because I, I say this because a lot of times I think some of the best compliments I've ever received is, is Chigalo, I was sad, or I was down, I was whatever, and I listened to your voice or whatever, or your, your Instagram video, and it cracked me up and it made me feel better. And I think that makes us feel, and, and it's like I tell people, I say, it's, it's happiness is one of the drugs that I, that I will gladly pedal. Mm. Um, yeah, so that, I think that is humor. Just, I guess happiness, bringing happiness and joyousness, I think it does a word. Um, okay, so humor, humor, anything that can make me laugh, which really can be anything because I laugh at a lot of things. Um, I really, I can be sitting in one place and just break into laughter, which is very strange. But yes, anything that can make me laugh. Okay. Um, so I'm going to read out a couple of things. And based on your knowledge of the world and your experiences, um, I would like to see if any of these theories resonate to the humor of a particular place that you know. All right. So the first one is, so these are all theories of humor, by the way. So the first one is a superiority theory that suggests that people laugh at others whom they feel superior to. Okay. Mm. Oh, okay. That's the I first like one. That's, okay. So are we supposed, are we discussing each of these or we're just, what are we no, yeah so reactions and then if there's a country or place that comes to mind i feel like that superior humor is kind of the lowest of the low kinds of humor <laughs> in terms of like it's just a cheap mm. cheap easy shots there's no i don't i feel like that there's no craft into that kind of humor mm. it's, it's very easy to do to just somebody especially if you are in a position of higher power compared to them Mm. I agree. <laughs> and I agree because I was just discussing this with someone else the other day about how as comedians sometimes when you are on stage and if your whole routine involves having people in the audience mm. or having one particular person or just literally just all all you do from start to finish is Yabi, 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 or 90% of your show is yabi. I feel like, because at that moment when you're on stage, you are sort of kind of superior-ish, let me put it that way, to the audience. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they have done in most times, most times, if they're shorter by their follow, we'd say, okay, but, you know, they have to sit down and sort of like listen to you go off or go on and on. Yabi, yeah, and I feel like that's not a showcase of someone's talent at all. I don't think it's it's talents you have. I mean, there's some kind of yabs that are like talented. About certain people. But yeah. if you have to just start yeah. somebody about how they look, about things like that. And speaking of yabs, it just takes me back to secondary school days when you know mm. they'll say, like, oh, you mess, uh, it should carry it for more. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, so there's kind of like childhood playful humor that is kind of you know when you're you're all children there's a level playing field it's not like you know 
is a senior girl yabbing a junior girl that can't mm-hmm. that doesn't have any power. But so mm-hmm. I think like the power dynamic is very important in terms of the kind of yabbing context when we mm-hmm. make fun of other people. Like are we are we punching down or are we punching up, you know, in mm-hmm. that kind of context. Yeah. If I should we read that on our, our shirts, are we punching down or punching up? Okay, so the next one is the relief theory, um, and it's basically the idea that humor um, affords us relief from the restraints of conforming to um, social conventions um, and requirements and just like hardship, period. 100%. Yes. Please do tell. Particularly in the Nigerian context, because that's really all we do. We just laugh our sorrows away. As a you know, some sort of relief, I guess. I don't really know if it's really sharp, but every bad thing that happens in this country, there's a way that that there are just so many jokes that will come from it, so many ways that Nigerians can get over it through humor, through I don't know, Twitter bands. There's just <laughs> And even like I can relate to that because sometimes then I'm just frustrated. I don't even know what to do again. <laughs> just to laugh at myself. And sometimes, somehow that makes me feel better. Um, so I agree. Yes, that's an way. Anything that happens, either you see memes flying around, <laughs> even about the most seemingly serious thing. Right. Wait, see again. All I have is my life. I make it palatable for me. It's to make it a humorous toss. But there are sometimes I want to just say to myself, this really is not funny at all. Especially when it, when it has to do with really people's, uh, uh, when things happen to people. Mm. And yeah, sometimes like, like, okay, maybe politicians or things like that, because we're all feeling like everybody's corrupt. So when somebody, something happens to somebody that we see in our minds as corrupt, the memes fly around and things like that. I mean, it's really not okay, but there's some stuff you can't help but it's really funny. Well, I, I also have a problem with that, though. Okay, this is a huge theory. I'm not going to go too deep into it. Um, but in the whole Nigerian context, for example, this whole 43 million naira that, you know, or dollars that was discovered in somebody's house in Ikui. So, I mean, the, the way this whole thing is being treated, I feel like the government or whoever stole that money like almost saw it happen like play out this way like okay fine no people crack jokes about it ha 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 mm. the person that's sweating and counting the money this one that one AFCC we've laughed and you know created memes everything and now it's blowing off and you know still nothing has been done like mm. I don't know it's like okay yes we crack jokes but at the same time can we take it seriously like okay fine where is that right. money like whose money is that <laughs> let us be like we want to know <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm not going to let this thing die you because it's it's very outrageous Forty-three billion dollars. <laughs> do you know what I can do? <laughs> no, no, no. We must come to the roots of this matter because, um, anyway, that's, that's just how I, I just feel like. Okay, yes, we can joke, but at the same time, let's take things seriously for once. Like, let's follow this one through. I'm saying that me and you will never know the, what happens to these things. This truth. Me and you, we are sitting here on the phone, just sitting and talking and stuff about it. We will never. Nobody gonna say, oh, oh my God, if you know what I put to that money, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. Oh, chico. That money, oh wow, I tell you what happened to it. Hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Nobody cares that we know that we know. At the end of the day, we just feel like, most Nigerians, I feel like, where? Yeah, we're gonna go to the anyway. 
this is Yika over here and I feel like relief kind of humor is a slippery slope like you have to know at what point you're like you've crossed the line from like okay we're just going to make a whole jest and mockery of the entire situation into remembering though that regardless like there's still a problem on ground so it it can be a form of escapism but like don't escape to the point where you just completely forget that the reason why you created this humor was because there was a problem to begin Mm. with you know um okay so the next one is defense mechanism theory um and this will just be the last one i do there's more but i think we've kind of bit this this issue a little um but basically it's a a psychological automatic psychological process that protects the individual against anxiety um from internal and external stressors this is fair. i think that's where self-deprecating humor Mm. comes into play i guess where you kind of make fun of yourself before somebody makes fun uh, of you. <laughs> so you just cast yourself first and just say, hey, you know, me and my kid, like, me and me that kind of guy, or something like that, that kind of lightens the mood and takes the, takes the, the sting out of what anybody else can say about you. Mm-hmm. Which I am, which I, I, I can say, um, this is Che I think that for a very long time, for most of my adult life, for the beginning part of my adult life, I think for my 20s, when I was in school in, 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 in America, and I used myself for a very long time as a lot of, 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 of my jokes because, you know, it, because I know that whatever the, anybody was going to say, let me just say to myself first. Mm. I, I always knew the kind of sort of like insults that would come towards me. And it always, it didn't pass my weight, it didn't pass, you know, how I looked, it didn't pass, you know, so that's, especially with the weight thing. And I, and I realized, getting older, it took my, my friend's mom, when I lived in America, my friend's mom, said to me one day, she's from Connecticut, and she said to me, she said, she, she was like, she, oh my, you don't have to let girl. She said, you funny. She said, you don't need to use yourself to be funny, honey. Mm-hmm. And I always seem to be almost like apologetic. And she said, Stop saying you're sorry. What are you sorry for? True. And she said mm-hmm. all the time. And I guess mm-hmm. I was thinking to my head that I was like, and that's why I came up with this, this telling myself that I had to sort of constantly remind myself that I was enough. Mm-hmm. My talent is enough. My who I am is enough. My persona is enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to ask my enough. Because once you start going back to enough, that's when you start talking to the future. And I had to tell myself, you know, because I realized, oh, I do have myself. Because you would deny that you, mm. you would deny that you, 
oh, you're fine, you're proud, you're, I, I'm a big girl, honey, I love you, blah, blah, blah. All that good stuff we tell ourselves while we are on the treadmill, cooking, or being, carrying 10 kilogram weight, trying to kill yourself. And I realized, I was like, wow, when it dawned on me that I did have those problems. And I said, okay, then it has to change. Mm. The dynamic has to change. Mm. My even as she girl started, and I was gaining fame from she girl, I still wasn't where I, I like where I am now. Mm. No, I could not believe it. It took, I think, my own just sort of like self reflection, a, a whole bunch of reflection, to realize that I am okay. Mm. And even though I progress, I as I am. You either like me or you don't. Mm. And I have to understand not everybody has to like me. Not everybody has to think I'm funny. Not everybody has to understand my kind of humor. You don't get it. That's not mm. my, my talent is what are your depression. That's what I say. Yeah. What are your problems? You need to speak two options. Try Christ, the whole transformation. <laughs> to insult me or to, because that's what people should do. But you stop me or troll all of that stuff. That's your business. So I'm in, I'm in a much better place now, and I'm much much more mature in my thinking and in my using of my humor. Mm. My man, I bet y'all didn't know that uh, Chiga was also a motivational speaker. She said, "Try Christ." Or hug a transformer. Yes, glory to God. Hey, my God. Okay, that was, that was really good. Okay, I'm just going to transition to to the next question, and we've kind of touched on this just a little bit. But in your African experience, what role do you think humor has played? Um, no, so I could I could say for me, um, it was definitely very like therapeutic in some way because there are times when like I'm just like just done with with not life but like i just was not even trying to you know your mommy will shout they'll flog you then you have homework and it's just like fam i'm just going today i'm going to watch akian popo and there's nothing anybody's going to do about it um so for me it was definitely very i would say very therapeutic um very just like all right world do what you want to do i'm going to laugh today so that would be me Yiko. Um, in my African experience, um, because humor for me is my life now, mm. humor for me is, is my life because literally it's, it's my bread and butter. Mm. Um, so it, it works on so many levels. Humor for me is therapy because there's sometimes I do something and I say, oh wow, this guy is really funny. Like I say to myself, okay, that was funny. videos I put out on Instagram and I'm like, what were you thinking? And, and it always as it is because you know a whole lot of views and a whole lot of comments, you know, and, and most of it. So for me, humor is my life. Humor is my tool of my choice. Mm. Um, humor is also my medicine for myself. Mm. Humor is um, humor is what brings happiness. Humor is what helps me be the entertainer that I am. Uh, so humor is tied to almost every aspect of my life. Um, so humor is pretty much a, a huge chunk of my life. This is Ifa. For me, I think humor was a big part of my childhood. Going back to the examples I gave about the songs we used to sing and how we used to 
poke fun at each other and it was just a at the time when I was growing up anyway there was no social no social media and no you know how we banter on Twitter now and mm. make fun of Twitter and all of that we used to do all of that in person and yap each other and you know um, sing funny songs I'm trying to recall the kind of funny songs we used to sing um, like we'll say go mama papa school no day which kind Gary for school which kind Gary eat Gary sell water America sugar London granuts kuli kuli so like things like that was it was a very big part of my childhood like growing up and just the levity and yeah yeah that's how we used to have fun one of the ways we used to have fun was the songs and the jokes and the games. Hmm. I would say humor. Okay, this is definitely not all good because humor has really messed me up. Um, I've gotten into trouble for laughing <laughs> in class before. Like, just running, I just burst into laughter and it's mm. like, I knew down has. <laughs> um, and sometimes <laughs> I get jokes late, not because you know I'm slow, but. I don't know. It's just <laughs> the after effect of the jokes just come back, and I'm laughing like I'm just like, like, am I is everything okay with you? So like, I'm also I'm also kind of weird because of that. People are like, okay, am I like okay? We all know that you're slow. Um, so there's also that. Um, <laughs> let's see. You know, people say uh, I laugh really loudly. Like I have this annoying loud laugh, um, and people say it's a you know, very unladylike to laugh like that. So there's also that. I don't know. I'm I'm beginning to, to see more bad things than good things about. Anyways, that's not true. Um, but no, it's just it's just a general uplifter. I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. So when I'm laughing, when I when my ribs are literally hurting, um, definitely definitely good times. Oh. Um, in an African context. I love that African humor is so different. I don't want to say I don't want to say African because that's very broad. Let me just say Nigerian because that's what I'm most I'm most familiar mm. with. Um, I love Nigerian humor, and you know, other than what I said before, mm. I really love how we can laugh through difficult situations, um, and I think that's part of the reason why we are a very, mm. um, what's the word I'm looking for, resilient country, um, because. We have gone through a lot. There's just so much going on in the country. Um, I mean, even though it may not be the best way to deal with things, but it's one coping mechanism for a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, Nigerian humor Nigerian humor is so unique, and I don't think anybody else can understand it. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't care that you live in Ghana or Senegal. Like, you're not just, like, you're, you can't. <laughs> you can't try and be a monk. <laughs> I'm sorry. She said, Amaya said, not only is your humor also not enough, enough. you can't match your humor. Um, You can't match. So, this is a good segue. Sorry. I was going to add one more thing. And I was going to say, oh, like our humor even flows through our language. So, even pigeon. There are some things that, you know, you mm. just say in pigeon. Or just like something straight up, you know, just say, I want to go somewhere in pigeon. And just the way it is said, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> it's just so creative. Like, just the way people say things mm. in pidgin or in different languages or the way things translate into Yoruba or Igbo that you can't even say it in English the way 
I don't know how it's like you know what I mean. I think that's just funnier in the language yeah. as it is meant to be in. So yeah, things like that. That's good. So just quick segue. Um, the que- the next question is: What are some unique features of you know Nigerian humor? Um, because there are times when we see certain things and we are dying, and people are just like, like, what's funny? And you're just like you. You can't, you can't see that. So, um, Shema, you might be able to paint a clearer picture for the people out there. And um, what are some unique features of Nigerian humor? I think a lot of our lingo. Mm. Mm-hmm. A lot of our lingo is really funny. Uh, things we say, especially like when you include like the wafi, 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 the wafi end of it or the wafi aspect. To the way we just talk, because almost like everybody. For our listeners that are not Nigerian, what's wafi? It's like the. Wafi is like the. It's like a, I won't call it a dialect, well, because I, I don't necessarily know if it's a dialect, because it's not necessarily a language. It's like a spin of a spin. It's like <laughs> it's a spin on the way worry people speak English, kind of. Uh-huh. Like, like when you when you go to a place. Or like if you go to that side part of Nigeria and you enter a room and say, hey, yeah, <laughs> 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 that's like, Ale Baba, that's a Ale. Or that kind. <laughs> or like if you enter, so like I've heard, I have people talking like, when I mean, come here, I will control you by seven. I said, control <laughs> <laughs> So things like that is, 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 yes. well, is what I'm talking about. Because different people, then, then of course, when it comes to like the way Chigo, for example, Chigo has made up her own English. So, mm. like, I think a lot. Mm. I think is my variation, I think. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> I used to hear my friends all the time, so I say, I think. Yeah. And I, I say, like, animalistic when I'm trying to describe, yeah, something that's done, that talks, very animalistic, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I say things like Nescojai, I'm talking, just, just say, you know, <laughs> my English sometimes, oh, one more child. <laughs> <laughs> because whatever I say, if I say, oh, one more people just die, and I'm like, I say, oh, that's one more kills me, and I'm like, all it is is, oh, one more, it's just mm-hmm. literally me, my child. Right. Um, so, things like that, I, um, we have, we have ways, and I, I, I think Nigerians are, there are a whole bunch of people who I think undiscovered, Comedians in Nigeria because some of the things we see, like on Twitter and on Instagram, mm. people just are funny. To say that. They have a funny. You know, they really need to be, and this is just the way they are. You mm. know, and we see all the other videos that on Instagram, you know, Crack TV, all these things. And there are people who are actually like saying things that are hilarious because they make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, yeah. I think it's just our way. I, I don't know there's a way to, to describe it or define it. It's our way. It's our way. I think the way, this is probably going to be repetitive, but yeah, the way we, like for example, even, I don't know how to describe it. Let me see. Just free yourself. <laughs> Look within. <laughs> yeah. uh, so even how we 
pronounce things or you know we could just like ugh, i don't want to ugh. my th- i'm not my thoughts is not let's just crack a little bit so let's just let's, let's come back do you mean like the way we enunciate certain like the intonation for certain things um so, kind of yes and also like ugh, yes that and i think another aspect too is how we lovingly insult people and, oh like, god oh, come on girl it. <laughs> I was making it's like a joke, like you know, it can be. Yeah, there's a fine line with that because how will be, you know, it can be love a loving insult, but it can still sting. Go, you know, oh, look as you're learning this, yeah, that's how you'll be doing. I say, you know, like it's an insult, but it's kind of funny. So you kind of chuckle, but you still be angry. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And I think one thing that I don't like about African humor or how, like, Nigerian humor, I know all these Instagram accounts and whatever, but there's a lot of emphasis on, on like, making fun of people. Mm. We'll go back to the punching up or are you punching down. So, like, maybe somebody who appears to be gender non-conforming and they'll be like, oh, who is their family? Or, like, come and carry your brother. Or, like, you know, mm. I'm like, bruh, this is not... I guess it's enough of a few cheap laughs, but I, I, what I'd like is to, for us to be more critical consumers of comedy or humor. Hmm. Okay, why is this funny? Who, who is who is being made fun of in this in this category or in this joke or whatever? And I really ask our comedians to do better and to, you know, like there can be comedy that doesn't. That doesn't already, that doesn't further disadvantage the already disadvantaged. Mm. You know, there are people, yeah, going back to the punching up versus punching down thing. Uh, Yeka, over here, I think um, one of the one of the distinctive features of um, African comedy or Nigerian comedy is um, body language. Like, there's so much that's said in just the way a person moves their body or does not move their body in response to a comment or a statement that they make. So um, I definitely think that body language, like when you're trying to describe the action, like you're, you're report, reporting a story and you're trying to describe the action that that person took and the way you're like gesticulating is just yes. like, that, that's the whole story, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Sure. In that case... Did living in a different country affect your African slash Nigerian sense of humor in any way? Never. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm in the minority here because it kind of (laughs) did. So mine, mine, yeah, no, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't like my Nigerian, you know, what was funny to me changed, well, so it kind of changed. So, for example, I went to this sh- show, you know, the MC was one of these popular Nigerian Instagram stars. I'm not going to throw out his name. Anyways, <laughs> um, so he was MCing, and I just didn't understand why objectifying a woman's body was funny, you know. Mm. So, like, the way he was, like, he pulled this girl out, asked her to start twerking, and was just like, what? and like, I was just like, 
Well, people oh, are that's laughing. That's just rude. I don't think that's the... No, but the thing is, people are here laughing. Like, to them, he's so funny. It's so comedic. Um, he's talking about her body parts, and I'm just like, dude, this is not okay. When he called a girl out to twerk, <sighs> and, like, what was the joke? That's a diff- That's very short. Yeah. <sighs> and once again, that's why I guess people think our stuff is misplaced sometimes, and it can be, and it can be insensitive, and it mm. can be wrong. Wrong, like, to left feet, wrong. Yeah. And, but of course, somebody will tell you, well, it was funny. If, we, if the room is laughing, I always would say to myself that if something that is in my mind that is really, really wrong, and oh. if the room is laughing, then that tells me that a whole bunch of people in here oh. are probably wired different. So, but yeah. then again, they'll tell you, you know, you're just playing or just a joke. Funny to me. Yeah, so, so kind of and kind of jokes that would never mm-hmm. bring a laugh to my mind. Yeah, because in my mind you're being rude and it's tasteful and so you know. And yeah, with a, with a woman, if a woman you bring a man up on stage and maybe talk about his body parts, it would be somehow that she would recover kind of names. Mm-hmm. So you see what I'm saying? She would recover kind of names, but it's okay for a man to do it, and yeah. that's the, that's so sadly. That's the world we live in. Yeah. That's the world we live in, where where he gets to get away with things that she doesn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it brings you back to your own level of home training. Yeah. Because if you have to go as I say, if you're brought up, it's okay. <laughs> if you're brought up, it's right. Mm. I think that's what you might be doing. Whether you're a comedian, whether you're not, whatever. That's something that just wrong. Mm-hmm. And should not be wrong. And so I don't even say, like, I wouldn't say to you, I don't know who you are, but I don't think you're, you're, it's affecting your sense of humor. I just think your sense of decency is intact. There was a time, there was a meeting, I wasn't going to be with put out this video, and if a girl, the girl sleeps in a spend night in a man's house, and then he wakes her or whatever, that's why, you know, try to make it like, well, okay, for him to do that, because Yes. And people expect my colleagues who know him. And the first I spoke to said, oh, he's just an idiot. So, and I just realized to myself, okay, there are people who are decent. Hmm. And those are people who are telling me, so when you read comments, especially, and you see them tell you, you see something like, eh, but it's really, eh, and I realized, okay, 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 it's not scary. This is not where I start to solve this for me. So, hmm. yeah. Um, Instagram topic is kind of apt time-wise with all the brouhaha that went on with uh, someone's show when they were referring to um, one of the incidents at, that happened during the Big Brother situation. And I think it's just very interesting to hear different people's opinions on um, whether they thought, oh, it was just a joke and he didn't, he didn't mean it. 
but it's like how do you just let something out of your mouth and not have responsibility accompanying mm-hmm. the statement that you make like rape culture is not acceptable period point blank and i think it was bovi who was saying how you can there's certain ways you can use humor to be instru- instructional um and i think a lot of nigerian comedians need to do a better job at if they're trying to highlight a certain issue be more instructional than just passive if you will mm-hmm. i have a question <laughs> for cheek yeah. girl so how how yes. what informs your comedy like how do you come up with your with your acts with your voice notes you know what's the process like and what are the things that you think about when you when you're coming up with um i don't necessarily normally think um that's, <laughs> i don't think at all uh literally a lot of nine i think all of if i'm not mistaken i don't think there's anything about that um wow sort of if i see something that's actually and sometimes there's so many things i've seen that i'm not that have not done a video of what's it about and what I'm told by my manager was like, why don't you say that? And, and, and you know, and, and because I would just have a comment something, something, I'm lying down my bed at night, something just comes to mind. I would give you something. Oh, funny was the voice notes, I would just, I still didn't know I didn't practice that. Don't be a person. Just came to me. And these things happen in my real life. Mm. So like, I said, people like, how could you get that? I said, I met someone who said, who was asking, do you have a test? You're looking for two places. Do you have a test? That's what they said. Don't be a West. I met someone who was, hey, Chigo, you're yeah, Western away. Don't be a West. The name Chigo came from a real life experience. Someone who was so senior at the time. Most, I guess you said, you said, Chigo. He said, how Chigo? Chigo? Oh, too. Next day. She no, let me leave it down. So every time she sees me wherever we go, she said, Shake go. She go. So when I did you know, there, I said I introduced myself as and people forget. I said my name is Chioma, Chico, Shake. It was a Chico mm. after. I remember that I said Chioma, but remember that I said Ciflo, that the last name I even as my king jazz. And I didn't care. I just remember the Chigo, the most large one of the names. And people are seeing the last bit from from it. So I never really think so and I think that's what sort of like spoils the originality of what I do. So mm. thinking about you know doing a like one movie show, um so I would have to probably buy things up. Um buy things out but to answer your question, I never necessarily think, I never necessarily create these things I myself I do at the moment. And then People, a lot of people don't, a lot of people might not know what they know now, but I create, but I do act most of them. Like, I have 11 characters in my head. So, each character has a different accent, a different manner. So, it depends on which accent you want to wear and where. Would you be willing to share some of these characters with us before you, mm-hmm. you know, leave the show? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, okay, like, like of course, you know Che Gong. Yeah. yeah. Can you Chigol do a Chigol? Yeah, can you do something in Chigol's? Um, okay, her name is Chigol, and uh, she have a way. Uh, 
when she portrays, hello, hello, she got this kind of, yeah, she's so fast, hello, yeah, she's talking things like this, hello, like this and like that, getting through. And there is there's a character, let me see, I'm not even half a way, understand? Where she know? She half a. My, my, she see that she she don't like to be very like how they understand. She's very um um. She processing things. She let to keep her safe. She want to feel like she's trying to understand. She did not master. She had bachelor. So she's very um yeah. That's not good. Then then it's another one. Yeah, it's another character, right? Good lord. So there was like never a time where you were like, Am I potentially schizophrenic? Hmm. <laughs> 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 no, I don't. 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 I don
work, and yet well, we thought about it, and sometimes we think that hey. people we'll listen to us. Are you crazy? And I go, no, it's just yeah. So um, it's just it. It's really no, you know, explanation. This is what we do, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh Mr. Like that. <laughs> I I can't I can't like my brain is not comprehending yeah. the skill. Don't be don't be so. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> How many languages do you speak? I speak five languages. I speak uh, two foreign and two foreign, two Nigerian and English. Okay. Hmm. 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 That's, that's French teacher, I studied French education. So I taught French in high school in the US for four years. Four years. How was that? Oh. Do you miss it? I was. Oh gosh, I I miss teaching. And when I came back to Nigeria, I took three months. I got a job in in Ecowas in Abuja. I moved and lived there for seven and a half years. But I miss teaching a whole lot, and I'm glad I got to do it. So even now, like even like approaching about teaching, I tutor with my colleagues in French whenever we have the time to do that. And um, some people have have shown interest in their children learning French. So I might. Consider picking it up again, just tutoring French on the side. Oh my yes. goodness! That yes, I taught myself Spanish for one year when I was learning French. What? Yeah. Um, I just like languages. Well, th- I mean, thank you so much for joining us on this um, yeah. episode. We really, really appreciate your insight. Thanks for bringing all your friends. <laughs> I did, like, all her friends. <laughs> to join this conversation. <laughs> you are truly not the African cliche, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Muchas gracias. I like that. I am not We love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Thank you to everyone. Thank you so much. Yeah, who's like listening Thank in. Thank you for inspiring all young comedians and young women and just for everything you do really you really you brighten days you brighten lives you don't even understand your impact oh you're gonna make me cry like two seconds stop it (laughs) am i keep going keep going let's get it live (laughs) yo let me not get emotional here (laughs) um i pray that god allows me to stay humbled and stay on the pulse and 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 that's just that's our prayer and it continues Yes, yes. Humility. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. It was a great conversation. For those of you who are listening in, um, follow Chama on Instagram because, listen, I legit am there all day, every day. So please give them your Twitter handle, Instagram, all that stuff. Chama Merwa. (laughs) <laughs> no, sorry. No, that's not it. No. It's Facebook, Chiyama Mera and <laughs> Chigo. I have a Facebook page, Chigo. Follow me there as well. You get all my videos and everything that's uploaded. Um, on Instagram, is the only Chigo, T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-C-H-I-G-U-L, for both Instagram and Twitter. It's the only Chigo. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, we are not your African cliché. Follow us on the social media tags that were linked in the beginning of this episode. 
Um, we'll see you guys around. Please talk to us on Twitter. We want to hear from you. Thank you, Chico. Yes, ladies.